everyone. Welcome to the Shine a Light On series. Today we'll be shining a light on building a brand with Pooja Sun. Welcome, Pooja. So just to start this all off, can you give us a little introduction to who you are and a bit about your career journey? Thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast. Branding has such a special place in my heart just because the impact that it has um, had on my career and how I have been able to give back to the community by encouraging them to create their own brand. So hello, everyone. I'm Pooja Sand. My brand is P for passion, passion for data, finance, and technology. Second P is power, power to fix things, to create clarity, to generate energy in teams. And third P is for people, how I have led people and teams to be successful. I am an achievement-oriented finance and technology leader with solid credentials. I have 15 plus years of experience in setting a vision, and ability to execute on that vision by leading teams. So far, my experience has been in finance. And just um, last week, I accepted a new role in Microsoft engineering team, where I am going to be responsible for creating new digital experiences for our customers worldwide. I feel like what I have been able to accomplish is because I specifically took time to build my brand, to pick on projects that can actually amplify my strengths. And along with that, I actually volunteered at a couple of places. So I'm a board member at Pacific Northwest Seattle University. And in addition, I'm also co-leading Women at Microsoft Employee Resource Group, which includes a group of 24,000 women at Microsoft. And in addition, I'm a strategy consultant, coach, and mentor and STEM advocate. Thank you, Pooja. I already feel inspired. I, I got to ask, how did you come up with 3P? So when I did my MBA in finance, I remember those classes where we were talking about brand marketing and brand ambassadors. So I was picked as a brand ambassador uh, by my institute director. And then at that time, she actually gave a lecture to each one of the students. And she said, make sure you know who you are, because if you will know who you are, that's going to give you a long career path and you would be able to accomplish your goals because you have to have that clarity and vision in terms of where do you want to go. So at that time, I had vague clarity of what she was hinting to, um, towards. I thought that she's talking about, okay, just be you, not somebody else, and just, just make sure that you know what are your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Then it was, it happened to me just five years ago. I was in one of the senior women at finance leadership training. And I realized that so many of other uh, women leaders, they actually created one PPT slide talking about who they are, what they are good at, what are your their superpowers, what have been their professional experiences so far. And that made me realize, hey, you know what? There are so many things that I'm good at, but if I have to just describe someone, who am I in a couple of sentences or a couple of words, what those words would be. And that made me realize that I have to invest time to understand who I am because who I am is not tied to any role. You can be a student, you can be a professor, you can be a startup engineer, or you can be a dev manager, whoever you are. You need to make sure your brand is something that is going to be with you forever and it's going to improve over time, but your titles can change. Your brand is going to evolve. So then I realized that I have to work on my brand. And when I talk to people, I realized that not just them, but I feel like I have so much energy and passion for just life, for things. And I love technology. I love solving problems. And I, I carefully chose 
these words to be my brand. I love that you mentioned aligning a brand with who you are as a person and not necessarily a role, because I think even these days when people think about a brand and building one for themselves, they consider like, okay, how is it attached to a specific role? So I like that you're just relating it to you as a human instead. Yes. And um, why I would say that I was in finance for 15 years. And as I mentioned, just a week ago, I moved over to a finance tech team, now technology team. So if I look at it, look at the STEM field, it's science, technology, engineering and maths. In finance, I was very passionate about leveraging technology to solve finance problems. When I come here, I did not have to change my brand because I already was saying that passion for technology, for finance, for numbers. So no matter where you are, I am going to take this brand with me. I love that. So you mentioned choosing roles to amplify strengths. Were you able to do this right out of college or right out of school? And if so, how did you go about identifying your strengths and then roles that reflected them? Awesome. And that's a great question. And let me open up by sharing my real story. So here is the thing. If I reflect back, back in my college days, I knew that I am a people person. I was great at public speaking and I was great at researching things. And if I now look at what I'm doing in my role, I'm doing the same things. I'm researching, I'm reading a lot. I am connecting to people. I'm building strong partnerships. Even when you are young in your early career, you can take a look at what you're really good at. What are your core strengths? What do you think? What are some of the words that you can associate yourself with? Maybe you are a connector. You are a. You might be a problem solver. You might be an innovative thinker or an ideator or motivator or just very deep in uh, technical skills. Whoever you are or whatever skills you have, you have to make sure that the role that you are applying to would actually hone on to those skills. Because let's say you want to go into a PR company. You have to be really good at reading people connecting with people and building relationships you can take that skill and actually frankly go to any other role because nowadays being in the digital transformative world no role would have a piece where you have to just sit in your office and do everything by your own you have to go into the virtual world like what we are dealing with right now during covid or you have to go and just talk to people just to make sure that you understand the problem you understand the action items that you need to take so if you have that people bonding skill if you can think deeply if you can start connecting dots those are skills that can be leveraged by any domain yes that's a very good point so talking a little bit about what a brand is in general so i feel like up until maybe last year or the year before when i thought of a brand i thought of a company that provided some product or service usually something i saw at the grocery store or a household item of some sort but nowadays there's like a lot of emphasis on building your own brand so what does a brand mean in this sense and how would you describe the evolution of your own brand that's another great question. First of all, let's look at you. You are so young, early in your career, but you are actually spending time to understand from technical and technology leaders what is brand and how can you think of creating your brand for yourself and how you can inspire other students to create their brand. So to me, if I look at what I learned during my academic career and how I have applied it in my professional career, to me, brand is always about crafting a clear expression of what you are most passionate about how can you use your passion to solve problems so when you're talking about a company that's what they are doing they are identifying their target audience they are seeing that what are their core capabilities that they can use to 
create a niche for themselves. And if you apply the same concept to ourselves, what I'll say is you need to be able to understand, first of all, the target audience that you will be focusing on because you can't be everything to everyone, right? So what you need to make sure is you have to think about what excites you, what are your uh, passions, and then craft a clear expression of what you are going to offer leveraging your passions to make an impact. That impact might be by solving problems in your company or in your startup. The impact might be by mentoring people, by giving it back to the society. Impact might be in the founder of your own startup company. Whatever it is, you need to make sure whatever you are passionate about in life, you need to pick a profession that can leverage your passion. Then you will be able to come up with your brand. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's a very helpful starting point. What about what about the evolution of your own brand? So I, I'll say this. When you talk about evolution of my brand, there are two pieces. Number one, what was my brand strategy when I begin thinking about it? And then uh, number two is how I was going to be more strategic with my branding. I really take a look at all of the inspirational leaders that I was getting inspiration from. And I was like, you know what, let me fast forward my career in my head. And where do I see myself in the next 20 years? I saw myself being on the stage, being a keynote speaker, talking about technology and how technology can help solve uh, problems. If I now look at what my brand is, I'm actually giving myself some space because I'm saying I have, um, I'm passionate about technology, finance, and I have led people and teams to be successful. Doesn't matter if I'm leading up a team of seven people now to what I'm going to lead in future, maybe 700 or 7,000 or 700,000, whatever that number is. But my brand would keep evolving from there because guess what? Numbers is one thing. Quality is another thing. And I wanted to make sure that in my brand statement, I'll focus more on quality and impact. Impact not just for me and my audience and my family, impact for others. And that's why my brand, when I'm saying how I'm leading people and teams to be successful, I'm not talking about just professional success here. What I'm talking about is how I'm going to leverage this passion of mine and my brand to actually create opportunities for other people by mentoring them, by sharing my advice, by going and being the keynote speaker, how I'm going to increase their awareness, increase their technical and business acumen about how they can think differently. So if you can see like... Every year, I'm actually doing a twist on my brand. The core essence is still the same, but I'm evolving. It's like I defined my brand elements as core chapters in a book. And over the years, I'm building page by page. And that's how I'm thinking of evolving my brand. I love that metaphor. So switching gears a little bit, now that all is digital, what actions have you taken or even advised others in order to build their brand online? Oh, that's a great, great, great question. So hear, hear me out. Brand is tied to you and your core identity. Are you going to be more inspired by seeing people or brands in action uh, when you see them through your eyes? Or can you just feel? Can you just feel it when you just think about it? Let's take an example of Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola has built that brand. Just thinking about it, you would get that flavor in your mouth. So that's what brand is. It, Nowadays, I would actually like to encourage audience, focus on your strategy, focus on uh, what that essence and core strength is, and then find out venues to communicate and deliver on your brand messages. 
you can just like other companies how they do brand marketing they employ a couple of distribution channels and they are really a part of their brand strategy because what you communicate visually and verbally becomes part of your brand strategy and if you apply to yours your distribution channels maybe you know what you are doing a session to your students to uh, in your class or to your university or if you are in mid career you are doing, giving a presentation about something that inspired you uh, to your group of team members because you are actually taking time in this virtual world to let others know that you have this to offer that offering sort of platform is not tied to if it is real or not you can leverage and be virtual and still be able to communicate your message yes thank you for sharing that have you faced any challenges so far especially as as everything has gone virtual have you faced any challenges in continuing to build your brand while online I'll say uh, one thing yes the biggest challenge that I face is it is so exciting the more and more you spend time about it your eyes would start um, opening up and you have to really then take a deep breath and tell yourself that i need to be really strategic in the sense that i have my core role that i have to perform and these are the things that are going to help me in the future so it's a balance sometimes you will find that you are spending more time on building the brand but then you have to take a step back and focus on your core priorities you have to get like connecting it to your stories you have to get good grades in university wherever you are once you'll get good grades and have extracurricular activities under your belt definitely this is something the brand building should go in parallel because the brand building is actually going to create new opportunities and your academic and professional sort of experience is going to create that foundation so make sure you have solid foundation and then you will add things to communicate cool thank you for sharing that so i know a lot of my friends and especially shyer ones don't love this idea of building a brand it can be kind of scary and so i was just wondering are there any myths that you've heard about about building a brand that maybe we can debunk together today so there are many myths that i have heard about um number 1 hey style personality style difference i am an introvert i am hesitant even to talk about things how can i spend time thinking of building my brand i mean and number 2 i feel like it's bragging i mean why do i need to tell people what i'm good at i mean i'm already getting promotion in my company or i'm getting um, a plus grades in my school and university why do i need to focus on your brand and number 3 is i don't feel comfortable i already have a voice in my university in my school in my um, let's say in my professional career why do i need to create a tagline for myself i mean i feel like i am empowered to do whatever i want why do i need to limit myself to my brand so then i would advise those people number 1 let's tackle the personality style sort of myth you don't need to be an extrovert to focus on creating your brand you can be an introvert and still be able to have a solid brand because brand is tied to you and identity is not tied to any personality type you can be a deep thinker if you are an introvert you can be very creative and that's your brand creativity you can have the power of leading gracefully and that's why you are a natural leader so these are some of the qualities that you have that 
are actually um, tied to your brand. So make sure when you think about branding, it extends to every aspect of your life. Uh, take an example of a business. Its brand is about how do they answer phone calls? How do they let their salespeople um, decide what to wear on those calls? And what are their signatures and everything? Why can't we apply it? I mean, we all write emails nowadays, right? If Even if you're an introvert, rather than speaking, you are writing emails. So what are some of the things that you can create for yourself and then be consistent? Because that's what is going to create your brand. Yes, I guess sort of going off of that, because we've been talking about brand this whole time. And let's say our listeners are listening and, and they feel very inspired to, to start building their brand from what you're saying. What would be the best first steps for me? I'll just say take time and think about take a notepad and take a pen and just take time and say that this time is your time. You are writing some words that comes to your mind thinking about yourself. I am Maria. I am good at conducting interviews with people. Why are you good at conducting interviews with people? Because you are inquisitive. You are curious. You have a tendency of asking great questions. You are strategic in your thinking. So keep asking questions. Keep drilling down until you get to a word that describes who you are. Think of repeating this exercise. Once you do it by yourself, then you ask the same um, exercise to be repeated by your family members with your friends and acquaintances once you would gather the inputs from there you would see that you'll create a word cloud and in that word cloud there would be some words that would definitely be start popping out those are the words that are going to be your brand words and you're going to then think about how you can carefully craft them together to create a brand message for yourself Yes, I think that's a great idea. And did you mention that it's good to also ask friends and family how they would describe you? Is that what I heard you say? Yes. I think that would be very helpful, <laughs> especially for folks who maybe are are humble and they're like, ah, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not all of these great things. Usually your, your friends and family would think otherwise. Yes. And then one other thing that I'll say, in addition to talking to your friends and um, your acquaintances, make sure you think about what are your values. Your values might be you are a family person. You are a very... Um, affectionate or caring, you have deep empathy, whatever your values are, somehow your brand should reflect your values. So even though if you have uh, paid attention to my brand, even though I did not say specifically about I care deeply about people, my goal is to empower them, to let them be the best version, it is coming out. Why? Because I kept my values in my mind while I was creating my brand statement. And that brain standard can then later on be your mission. So I'm going to read my mission to you. What I did is the notepad exercise that I walk you through. I actually went through that exercise. And once I was done, I took a paper, I laminated that paper. And now I am keeping it on the desk that I am working on every day. And that laminated paper tells me about the mission, which has already captured my brand. So my mission in life is leveraging my brand of 3P to create long-lasting impact and build a strong and collaborative community. Wow. I love that mission statement. Thank you. And I have then created some goals, five goals for me that are going to help me accomplish my mission. And one of them is based on the core values, which is I want to be a loving mom, wife, and a good human being. 
So that reflects my core value. Second, professionally, I'm very ambitious. So I want to be a leader in a Fortune 500 company. Third, social media really influences me and I want to leverage this platform to influence others. So I want to be a LinkedIn influencer. STEM is really near and dear to my heart. So my fourth goal is be a, a fearless STEM advocate. Give, give people, give events. Think of coming up with events where you can actually inspire students from kindergarten to 12th to take on the career in Stanfield. And uh, fifth, which is related to my kids, encourage my kids and everyone whom I am mentoring to be the best version of themselves. Those are really great. Thank you. So if you now look at what I said to you and what I said in the beginning, they are connected because it, it, it should not feel like, you know what, you are going away from your core personality. If you are authentic, if you are trustworthy, then that's what's going to really ooze out from your brand. You do not need to pick something that doesn't reflect who you are. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it makes sense to me that your goals reflect who you are if you're starting with this word cloud of words that how you see yourself and how others see you too. So the steps you've laid out so far are the word cloud, turning that into a mission statement that you have for yourself and then transforming those into goals. And it sounds like very, like pretty high level goals, but is that true? Yes. Yeah, that sounds great. What about after that? After after you set your goals, is it just sort of like everything you, you do moving forward should align with one of these goals or how do you evaluate, reevaluate? Uh, and I think that's a great question because once you start being true to yourself, you would see opportunities would start knocking on your door and you have to really be strategic and tell yourself, hey, is this opportunity going to get closer to one of my goals? Because I cannot keep on saying yes to everything. I need to make sure by doing this podcast, am I going to get an opportunity to focus on one of my goal, which was to encourage my kids and everyone whom I'm mentoring or whoever is going to listen to this podcast to be the best version of themselves. And that's why that made me said yes to this podcast. Good to know. And I actually love that you mentioned that because I think I and other women in particular and a lot of Gen Z people, honestly, just sign up for a lot of things. I think it's hard to remember that there's only 24 hours in a day. And so ensuring that you're prioritizing tasks that align with these goals, it seems like that has worked well for you and seems like a good way to go. Yes. And one other thing that I'll say, um, I think I don't need to emphasize too much, but you, you got the point and people who are listening, you need to pick the words in your brand that reflects who you are, because thinking about, let's say, the customer branding, people are not going to work for you or they would start returning things if things that you're delivering or services that you're delivering are not consistent to your brand. So make sure whatever brand promise you're making, you're going to deliver on those and be consistent. Yeah, thank you for that as well. And I'm glad you sort of connected these goals with just your your day-to-day life because to me, and I think to others too, there's a lot of pressure in this idea of building a brand and posting things consistently online. And so I know there's a connection with that. I would love for you to chat about that at all if you would like to. What things can I do beyond just consistently posting that also build my brand? So I'll say if uh, number one, two parts, right? Number one, if you have something to share, if you found something insightful, guess what? There might be other students, other people in their early, mid or uh, senior career who are going to learn from you. 
so might as well i'll definitely encourage you go and share not just because you want to share it with other people go and share what has been really insightful for you what was one of the key takeaway or three key takeaways that you took from a lesson from a podcast or from your meeting or from that week because what you are going through what you are learning that experience is unique and if you will share that experience you will find people who are actually in dire need to hear from someone like you because they are still struggling so that's part 1 part 2 if you are not comfortable in actually coming up with the content you can still take the opportunity to let everybody know about your brand how you're going to do it let's say new teacher has joined your university or new manager is going to come and join your team you are given an opportunity to lead a virtual team project you are going to work with other students from other domain to deliver let's say a university wide project you need to make sure how you're going to introduce yourself because that introduction in itself can be based on the brand and that's how you you would start getting comfortable with your brand the more and more you will tell people that this is your brand you would see that things will start to happen and then uh, it's like it's the same thing whatever you think would happen th- things will start happening that way whatever you believe in will start happening so that's why even if you are not comfortable in creating content and posting the content make sure in your communication whether it's written or verbal you are actually going to take that and when somebody is going to ask you to introduce yourself you would actually start with introducing yourself with your brand that's a very interesting concept i'm going to start doing that awesome love it yes so we have spoken a bit about building the brand and you mentioned earlier about sort of like tweaking and adapting your brand year by year as needed how do i know it has been successfully built and now i can just move on to just tweaking it oh love it so here is how you would get a clue that your brand has started working out for you whatever your goals are you would see that you would start getting opportunities from people or uh, from friends of friends about uh, something so i mentioned to you one of my goal was public uh, is public speaking and i want to be a keynote speaker so what i told myself is i have been speaking and i have 15 years of experience um, talking nationally and and presenting at international levels too what i realized is I was not doing a good job of letting my group of people know that this is what also excites me in in addition to being great at what I do professionally the more and more I'll start opening I started opening up myself and I started telling people I saw that I was actually getting phone calls and LinkedIn messages or people started reaching out to me about their conferences and they're like hey this is a conference coming up we heard from so and so you spoke um, at this event on this topic would you be interested and I'm like yes that's my core area of expertise okay um, I I told someone that I want to get this experience I don't have that experience and guess what 3 months later she actually gave me a call and she said hey puja i have this opportunity for you i was like what and i said i just mentioned to you what made you make this decision of giving me a call because i was not ready for it i was just telling you that this is something that i want to do or i aspire to do and she goes 
there are very few women and men who would come and be explicit and tell someone that this is what they would like to do in future. You did it. And I kept you in mind when this opportunity uh, came to my side. I was like, okay, I'm going to just have conversation with Pooja. Yeah, that's that's a really great point. I almost feel like by building a brand, your network and the people you interact with almost become like informal sponsors of some sort. Like they'll they'll think about you if you build it right and you get your point across. That is exactly right. And because of this, I would say this year specifically because of COVID, I realized that, you know what, I feel like... Uh, I'm actually being more productive. I know how to leverage my time to finish my core priorities at the same time, devote my time to build my brand and then do the things that drives me. And I feel like if I did not take an opportunity to let other person know that these are the areas that drives me, why would they think about me? I mean, there are so many smart and professional people out there in this world and we and I'm here in Seattle. I mean, this is a land of opportunity. So why would they come to me? Yeah. No, that's interesting. Thank you for sharing that. And I guess sort of sort of going off of that, what are some highlights that you've experienced from building your brand? Like the times where you have felt most fulfilled and you know it's because you've built your brand correctly. Awesome. I would actually quote two examples that are giving me an indication that I actually build my brand correctly. Number one, I came from India and back then, just like we have Ivy League institutes here, we have similar like top B business schools there. I did not study in a top business school, but where I studied, I always had this innate desire that I should have gone to that top B school. When I came here, I think beginning of this year, actually, because of the consistent brand that I have been building and I was posting about um, these uh, speaking engagements that I had or this, this is what I talked about, I realized that I was actually sending a message virtually, not just to North America people, but to the world outside. I actually got multiple opportunities to actually speak and share my experience with top business level students all across the world first. Then second, just before this meeting, I actually heard from one of our team member that I'm going to get an opportunity to present the stuff that I'm working on, the top technology analytics stuff for my group in front of our senior leadership team members at Microsoft. I mean, who would ever have thought about that someone would get an opportunity to present to the senior leadership members, um, members, come on. I mean, I work at Microsoft and Microsoft is full of talented and smart individuals. I mean, there are people who are doing innovative work and you cannot even think of that work. And here I am, I'm like, really? So I think it has to do with the mix of brand and the innovation that I have been able to bring along in my company because wherever I'm going, I'm not only presenting, I'm actually listening in. So I'm actually getting a pulse of what's available in the industry. And then you bring, come back to your role, come back to your university, and then you think about, you know what, hey, I'm working on this uh, project. This is something that I'm working on. And these are some of the, let's say, technologies or, or tools that other universities are including in their curriculum. How about I try to challenge my thinking and I try to do this and compare it with what they are working on. And then eventually you would see that you are evolving yourself and your work and you are actually making it world class by just following this exercise. 
Yes. And congrats again on that. That's so, so cool. And I think you're surprised, like you, you sound a little bit surprised in terms of like your reaction to, to this opportunity. I think it just shows the importance of a brand and having these informal sponsors looking out for you and, and thinking about you, especially if things align with what you show to the world that you're passionate about. If your brand is there, then, then they'll think about you. So congrats again on this. Thank you. But you said it really resonated with me because you said, even though you are not in the room, people are still thinking about you and they are sponsoring you. And that's exactly what a brand is going to do for you because you are going to just work for how many hours you want to work. But when you are sleeping, your brand is working for you. Oh, I love that. It's true. It's true. So Pooja, are there any last words of wisdom for any folks listening in on building a brand? Defining your brand is like a journey of self-discovery. It can be daunting. It can be difficult, time-consuming, and uncomfortable. It requires at the least couple of things that I want my audience to keep in mind. Define what drives you. What are you passionate about? Your brand is going to take you wherever you want to go. Make sure you tie your passion and your brand to your mission and come up with concrete goals and give it some timeline and you are good to go. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you again for joining us. I feel very inspired to go make my own word map about myself. It was great chatting with you. Awesome. Thank you so much for giving me an opportunity for thinking of me. I'm actually amazed. So big round of applause to you. You are the co-founder of this org. And in such a young age, you have realized that it's it's a great feeling. You get internal satisfaction by just sharing with others and by inspiring others. So hats off to you. Thank you very much for that. To anyone tuning in, thank you for joining us. As always at Opal, we shine brighter together. So see you next time. 